So we're going to take a break, go to more something more informal. <coughs> and this means that those of you who would like to have a chance to connect, talk with each other and so forth, then um, you have until from now until the time you leave. But if you don't want to talk to anybody, lock yourself in your room. <laughs> Also, just a brief um, um, our thing, my thing. My base is uh, Chithurst Monastery in West Sussex, which I was the abbot of and uh, <clears throat> still have a lot of affection for. It's a lovely place to be and it's, uh, uh, it's open for visitors. It's all, always um, free, open. You know, monasteries are places where you, you're your your payment is precepts and renunciation. So, um, and, good, and you, what you get is is uh, space, good company, opportunity to meditate, and hear dhamma. <clears throat> so, feel free if you're in uh, that part of the world. It's uh, you can come and stay for a periods of time. Um, it's not massive amounts of room, but uh, certainly welcome to come. And, Inquire, and uh, the website probably on somewhere on the notice board, gdvvaker.org. Mm-hmm. And they have another monastery which is rather larger, especially set up to accommodate larger groups of people. This is Amrawadi, so Chitters is south of of Chittaviveka, south of London, a very lovely um, part of rural West Sussex, and so it's about 150 acres of land and trees lakes, rivers, lovely. Amarawadi is a little closer to London to the north, so it's very easy access to London Airport and, um, and main highway, <coughs> where they have much larger facilities for retreats and uh, people to stay, monks, nuns, and so on. So that's my bit. And if you're in, in, in Britain, you're around, please come around, love to see you. Okay. I think I need another shape ear. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just uh, to um, invite, um, likewise, the uh, like Lumpur just said, the you know the monasteries are they function in the way that that the retreat has uh, helped us all here, but they're not retreat centers as such. And in fact, the, the larger monastery that Lamposuchita uh, just mentioned, Amaravati, is, is almost unique in our community because it does include a retreat center, which sort of functions alongside but independently from the normal monastery. But most of the monasteries are just uh, modeled on what you'd find in the Thai forest tradition in Thailand, and yet sort of, you know, they they organically adapt to their cultural environment. I remember years ago, Lumpa Tiridamo saying that, well, really, we say it's the Thai forest tradition, but here in England now it's become the English countryside tradition, (laughs) because it's rolling hills and... Uh, but generally, the, the, the ethos of, of um, you know, there's no charge. There's, it's, it's a beautiful way of putting it. Your payment is the precepts. You, you, you adapt to the routine that's there and, and uh, basically live alongside the monastic community and follow the same routine. So when we work, you work with us. When we 
have time to meditate, you have time to meditate. When we have pujas and group uh, dhamma gatherings, then we all come together. So we do have this now here uh, in New Hampshire. Last few years we've um, been able to uh, move into and, and uh, uh, occupy a very beautiful property, the former owner of which is actually here with us on retreat. And uh, many of you I know have been here, uh, have, have visited rather. And uh, so to the rest of you, uh, just extend the invitation. If you're ever in southern New Hampshire, you're very welcome to come. There are also places you don't need to, like if you would like to stay overnight, then you would need to book in advance uh, through the website, which I think is also posted. Um, There's a way to do that. But there are also places that are perfectly okay with spontaneity, so you can just show up without warning. It's just if you do so after the mealtime and everything's cleaned up, then you might not see anybody around, because we tend to disappear off to the forest or to our rooms or kutis to meditate in the afternoons. But the morning times are uh, times of uh, communal work normally, and, and every single day there's a, a shared meal offering at 11 o'clock a.m., so that's the, a good time to come. It's kind of, a, as Ajahn Virdama once said, we've had 2,600 years of potluck. <laughs> it's basically potluck every single day. And you often have kids running around too because families come. It's, there's a community atmosphere. It's not just a kind of silent retreat center atmosphere. And then I'm available after the meal, or if not me, one of the monks, to talk to whoever's come uh, every day. So that's our, our offering. So north of uh, the United States, there's a place called Canada. <laughs> There's a, a tiny little seedling monastery for nuns, and there are two nuns at the moment. We don't have a steward, and we have uh, we run very similar style to um, what Lung Po and Ajahn Jayanto were describing. And if you happen to cross the border and head north for an hour and a half. Then you'll come to Satisarania, and we'd love to see you. We have um, limited accommodation, but if you let us know you're coming in advance, we can try to make space. We welcome men and women. If um, you wish to come, you may choose other than winter. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a lot of snow and the roads are... Difficult, yeah. But this is a good season. And I'm sure that they've posted the website. We're called the Canadian Forest Sangha. (laughs) So I just thought, so the last uh, thing is that after the meal, around about 12.30 or so, I think, we'll be in the walking room next door so if you want to stop by and uh, say farewell also we um, we've got some calendars and books to give away so if you uh, Buddhist calendars with quotes and images and also some free Dhamma books so they'll be in the walking room with us lot at uh, 12.30 onwards
So if you want to come by, please, and say goodbye. See you later.